Which current Sharks players are going to be franchise cornerstones for the franchise as they move forward? Going to dig into every player who's played for the Sharks this season, kind of see where they stack up on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked On Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team in the Bay Area. My name is Tank Commander J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you for making Locked On Sharks your first listen, probably a part of the Locked On Network. We cover your team every day, and if you want to be an everyday, all you have to do is just follow along wherever you get podcasts, or you can watch on YouTube as well, uh, or do both. Both is great. And I know tonight the Sharks do play the Canucks um, at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. Um, hopefully the Sharks don't give up 10 goals like they did the last time these two teams played. Um, you can catch every shot, every goal um, from the Sharks hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Sharks. But instead of digging into tonight's game, I wanted to kind of look at where the roster is right now. And we know this, this roster is... It's going to be a lot different a couple of years from now. So I wanted to kind of see where which pieces on the roster are what we can kind of consider franchise cornerstone pieces who are quality NHL players and kind of so on and so forth throughout the roster um, and kind of look at where some of these players stack up now and which players may be um, not in teal for, for very long. So before we do that, though, I uh, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you guys by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app. Use promo code locked on NHL to get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. All right. So I've kind of broken. I've, did this at the end of last year with every player who played for the Sharks last year. Um, and then I, I've done it again this year with, with um, everybody who's played so far um, for, for the Sharks. So you're not going to see guys like Shakir Mukamadoulin or Will Smith or Quentin Musty or, you know, some of the, the, the top prospects because they just they haven't played games with the Sharks right now. So um, I've broken it down into different categories. Uh, the first category is franchise cornerstones. These are going to be like your pillar players, players who are you see being part of your franchise for the long haul. Um, like these are going to, you know, these are your cornerstone players. Um, quality players um, is the next category. These are players who are um, very good, above average, good NHL players, right? These are guys who, um, again, maybe not franchise cornerstones, maybe they're a little bit older, um, but they're still very good. They're above average NHL players. Average NHL players, these are these will be playing, these guys would be playing in basically any lineup, right? Doesn't matter what type of team you are, they would be, you know, even on a very, very good or Stanley Cup caliber team, these guys would still be playing. Maybe they have a lesser role than what they do now, but these guys are are, are still NHL caliber players. Um then you have below average, these guys are maybe, maybe on some teams they're not. Uh, the same, uh, or maybe they're, you know, maybe not looked at the same, um, you know, maybe they don't make the roster or maybe they're kind of in decline, um, maybe a little bit longer in the tooth. 
And then replacement level. These guys are usually, you know, on good teams, these guys aren't even on the roster. Um, or you can type, kind of find these guys wherever. Uh, and then finally, incomplete. These guys have played a little bit, but they're still, I still want to see some more uh, for them. And these guys, uh, mostly the prospects who've played a couple games, and I have kind of where I think they will fit in eventually. Um, so uh, let's start with one, with the cornerstones. Um, and I think you guys are going to know um, there's one. It's William Eklund. Um, he is the Sharks franchise cornerstone player that is currently on the roster right now. Um, last year at the end of the season, there was only one as well. And his name was Eric Carlson, franchise cornerstone player um, who won the Norse. And of course, the Sharks got uh, traded for him this offseason. But right now, William Eklund is the franchise cornerstone player. And I think he's had an excellent start to the season and I've talked about Eklund a lot, right? Um, because he is <laughs> again, one of your pillar players who you think is going to be part of a key contributor on the part of the next sharks, uh, winning teams. And, um, the production it's, it's been solid. It isn't where you would expect, but again, you have to take into context. The sharks just haven't been producing a lot of goals, but you've seen flashes of William Eklund. You've seen him, getting a lot of uh, ice time and kind of continuing to build it and kind of continue to, to work towards being an, an every night NHL player. Um, and I think he's, he's taken what has been given from him uh, and he's done well with it. Right. Remember starting the season, he was a third line player and then he moved to the second line and he's already on the first line. And we know how great that Eklund hurdle uh, Zetterlin line has been. And William Eklund is well on his way and to being one of those players that you're going to be building around um, going forward. And I, I think we've waited a while. I know there's been some ups and downs, um, but we're starting to see. And I think once you start to see some of the other Sharks prospects hit the scene, um, we're going to see more and more uh, from, from William Eklund. So um, let's go into some of the quality players. I put these in order alphabetically by last name. Um, so Alexander Barabanov, um, who's in the last year of his deal. I know he's had a rough start to the season. Um, and I know he has, you know, has been injured and I'm still taking the past couple seasons of what we've seen from Barabanov. And I still think he's a quality NHL player. I still think he's a, um, you know, second line player for, for most teams. Um, maybe a third line player on like a, a super stack team, but Alexander Barabanov is a great player. Um, and the Sharks have, are again, are going to have a huge, huge decision with him coming up into the trade deadline. Uh, assuming he comes back here soon, all from all accounts, it sounds like he's going to be back here uh, sooner rather than later. So um, Mackenzie Blackwood, who so far is looking like a, an amazing gamble uh, from Mike Greer. Blackwood, I know, again, if you look at some of the, the raw, like some of the stats of save percentages like that, they're not the prettiest. But if you've, you and I have watched him night in and night out, and where would the Sharks team be without him, right? He has uh, been more, more than worthy uh, of the, his play. And um, at only 26, there's going to be a big decision, big conversations about Mackenzie Blackwood's future with the Sharks, especially if a team comes offering a, a nice pick for him, potentially um, a desperate team who needs some help in goaltending. And if Mackenzie Black was playing this way with the defense that we're seeing, imagine if the Sharks actually had a, a solid defense or if he goes to a team with a good defense and he's been healthy. And I just keep 
just be careful with the workload. But I think Mackenzie Blackwood so far this season has proven to be an above average NHL player to a very good NHL player. And I think he would be the starting goalie on a, a lot of teams. I think a lot of teams like an Edmonton or whoever would love to have Mackenzie Blackwood as their uh, as their starting goalie right now. Uh, Logan Gator, who again has been out all you know so far the entire season. Um, I'm still saying he's a quality player based on what we saw from him last year, right? Um, he had a really good season last year, and when he comes back and gets his kind of feet back under him, I expect Logan Couture to be a good uh, above average NHL player for them. I think he is still a you know borderline you know two C. I think he's a a a solid two C, and he'd be in an excellent three C, um, no matter what team he's on. But Again, Couture, we'll see how what he comes back and looks like. But right now, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, especially after what we've seen last year. And if Couture and Barabanov continue to be paired together, and if you get Anthony Duclair on that line or Zadina or whoever, you're feeling pretty good about uh, the Sharks' forward depth here really quickly. So, um, other quality players, uh, Anthony Duclair. Um, again, I know he's a little bit slow to kind of start the season, but I think he's really, really come on with the Sharks. And still, again, I think Anthony Duclair is a top six forward for most teams in the NHL. Um, and again, once the Sharks kind of get some get healthy, especially down the middle, I think Duclair is going to continue to, to – we've seen him kind of come on as – right. I know he got a uh, strep throat, which is brutal for him. But, um, you know, if he can come back, and hopefully this weekend off really, really helped with him. But, um, yeah, Duclair is, is still a, a, an above average. He's a good NHL player. And then Tomas Hurdle, I think he's had an excellent season to start. I know, again, the production hasn't been, hasn't been where you'd want. But, again, that this team is just missing they just can't score goals right now um but hurdle has kind of done everything you wanted he's taken on a bigger leadership role um and again since we put together that zettel and hurdle Eklund line I, I you're really seeing that top line really kind of produce and i expect to see more production out of hurdle here as, as the, the season goes on um but again you've had He's worth the $8 million. Um, he's still like kind of in the prime of his career. I know he just turned 30. Sorry, I didn't update that. But uh, again, I think Hurdle is is still a – he'd be a very good – he's a good 1C or he'd be like an insane 2C on most uh, teams. But uh, Tomas Hurdle, um, still, still very good. And so um, before we continue and look at um, kind of the middle class of the Sharks, which guys are kind of – Average NHL players, which guys may be a little bit below average NHL players. Um, and then look at the incompletes and, and the below re- uh, the replacement level guys. Um, just need to take a quick break here. And talk to you guys about our good friends over at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. Uh, with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. Uh, with all the parts you need and the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. 
Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guarantee fit only available to you as customers. All right, so who's like the middle class here? These are kind of, this is where the bulk of, of kind of the Sharks players are. And again, these are guys who are going to be playing on, you know, every NHL team. Maybe they won't have the same role or replacement, but these guys are, are NHL players. So um, let's start uh, with Ty Emerson. Um, and I think this, he, I kind of struggled with him because of, we haven't really seen too much, but I think we've seen enough. And I'm kind of projecting a little bit with Emerson, uh, who is 23 and is, is really kind of starting to, to get his NHL kind of figure it, figure it out right now. Um, with one year left on, on his, you know, min, bet min deal. Um, you've seen flashes of what makes Emerson, you know, a good player. And I think projecting out, I think Ty Emerson is going to be, you know, kind of probably a, a four, you know, probably the fourth, your fourth defender. Um, that's kind of where I, I see him, which is still, that's an NHL player. That's an average NHL player. Um, we've seen, seen enough from him in a small amount of time. Um, where and I'm still kind of giving him some leeway, right? I know he got here late in training camp. Um, this team is very bad, right? Still give him a little bit of leeway. I think though, there I think there's a bright future for Emerson. Uh Mario Faro, 25, three years left on his deal. Average NHL player. Um, I think I've talked about this before with with Ferraro many times where I think he's kind of been asked too much by the sharks um and what to expect from him and what he is kind of the the situations he's put into um but again i think every team would love to have a mario faro um is he a top pairing defenseman probably not but he's still an average nhl player um and i think he's we've seen this year i think he's had a little bit more i think we've seen more good out of bad than faro this year and i think it's because there's less pressure on him uh, with more defensive help. Um, again, it's not good defensive help, but um, again, he's not, he's not the only guy who's having to kind of take these tough minutes, right. And they've been able to kind of spread it a lot around a little bit more. And I think with the emergence of some of these young defenders is going to take the pressure off of him. Uh, Luke Cunning, who has, again, I've talked about Luke Cunning several times, um, but he's, been playing really well this year, especially coming off that ACL. I think the past couple of weeks, he's really starting to find his groove, really starting to kind of get back to being the player that we expect him for, to be. Uh, a little bit like Mario Farrar, where I think he is maybe kind of punching above his weight sometimes or playing on the second line. But if Luke Cunnan's on your third line, if he's your energy third line scoring forward, um, I think you could do you could do, definitely do a lot worse. And we have seen a lot worse um, from, from the Sharks. And, um, I, you know... I, I would not be surprised. I ex fully expect uh, that I fully expect that uh, him to get a, another contract from the Sharks. It'll be interesting to see if a team comes calling for Luke Cunning um, at the trade deadline, especially as an RFA. Uh, his right, you know, you kind of control his contract rights, but um, I kind of expect Luke Cunning to be here for the long haul uh, for the Sharks as they kind of start to navigate uh, through this rebuild. So um, other average NHL players, Nico Sturm. Uh, again, we saw from, from Sturm last year was really great. 
it's been a little bit tougher this year. You know, he hasn't seen the same production, but still Nico Sturm is uh, a, an average NHL player and he would play. We've, he played on the fourth line on the Colorado avalanche when they won their Stanley cup. And he has a very defined role and he's very, very good at that role. Like every team love to have a Nico Sturm because you know exactly what you're getting from him. He's very consistent night in night out. He does all the little dirty work stuff. And then we saw some production from him last year. Um, Hasn't had the same this year, but I, Nico Sturm is a, a, a he's a good to average NHL player um, that has a very uh, very very specific role. So, um, Phillips Adina, I'm projecting here a little bit, and I know it's been a very up and down NHL, uh, very up and down season with the Sharks. Right, we've seen the production, uh, but you know the I think the last game we saw you saw what Phillips Adina can be. Um, and I'm still going to kind of project here a little bit. I think Philip Zadina can be an average NHL player uh, for a team. Is he going to be the franchise cornerstone that, that Detroit hoped to get when they drafted him, um, you know, six overall? No, but I still think Zadina can be a, kind of carve out a career as an average NHL player. And then Fabian Zetterlin, who when I did this last time, I had him as a like – below average replacement level uh, replacement level player. Um, he's been very good. And I, again, we've talked about this before, but sometimes the human element of being traded and kind of figuring out where you're at. Um, Zetterlin is, has, has been one of the best sharks this season, right? Um, especially among their forward groups. He has been, he's been one of the stories of the season for the sharks of how well he's produced and how important he's been for them. So um yeah, good for Zetterlin. So uh, let's move on to the below average guys. So again, these guys, it's not a knock. It's just, you know, where do they fit? Maybe they're getting a little bit older and stuff. Um, going to start with Cal Burroughs, who I think has been a good signing for the Sharks. But again, um, on most teams, where is Cal Burroughs kind of fitting in, right? He's probably a sixth or seventh defenseman, which is fine. Um, and for the Sharks, he's been, I think he's been good for the Sharks, but overall, I'm still looking as a below average defenseman. And I think he's kind of a, a placeholder for now for the Sharks as some of their younger guys kind of get up to speed. Same thing with Matt Benning, right? Who I thought was good last year. And I know he's been injured this year and hasn't had a great start to the season, but again, Matt Benning is probably on most teams, like a fifth or sixth defenseman um, who's kind of had to play above his weight a little bit uh, this year. So um, both these guys though are on solid contracts. Like it's not the end of the world. If with, with what they're getting paid, right. You're not overpaying these guys here that. So um, Mikel Granlin, little bit old in the tooth um i think on most teams he's I mean, we saw last year on the pit on the the penguins he was not very good um you know i think he's very up and down so far with the sharks this year and i know he's dealt with some injuries so far uh but again i think he's more like a third line guy um but with his contract and his age and kind of the skill set that's why I kind of put him a below average type of guy. Uh, same thing with Mike Kaufman, who's, you know, a little bit older. Hasn't produced until recently for the Sharks. Um, but again, I think on most teams, Mike Kaufman, you know, isn't really kind of fitting in for what they're doing. 
um, you'd rather use that money elsewhere or use that spot for for maybe a younger guy. Um, maybe Hoffman on a more veteran team can kind of help things out and kind of fit in there. Especially, but right now, I think on this team, he's kind of a below average guy. So um, some other below average guys, Capo Kakinen, who, again, Capo Kakinen's had a solid season. Um, but also taking into account what we saw last year, last year, Kapokakinen was a replacement level, uh, goalie and he's had his moments this year and he's had, he's a little bit of up and downs. I think it's been more even keeled than what we've seen last year. Um, but he's still a backup. And I think, uh, again, he's still trying to figure, we still have more questions than answers with Kapokakinen right now. Uh, Nikolai Kanijov. I'm putting in a below average guy right now. He just hasn't been able to kind of get onto the ice. I know it's a huge log jam at defenseman right now, but again, if you're not, if you can't crack this defensive lineup, right? Uh, Nikita Ahochuk, um, I think he's played really well so far, and he could be one of those guys where you could maybe say incomplete, but he's also played like nine or 10 games right now um, of, of the Sharks, you know, what, 16 games. And I think Ahochuk, is working as well, you know, on, on most teams, he's probably still like a fifth or sixth defenseman. who's very physical. Like you, you can kind of see what you're getting with him. Um, but still, I think he's more like a fifth or sixth defenseman for most teams. And then Giovanni Smith, who's, I think has been a good signing and has played well for the sharks uh, this year. But again, right. He is a very specific uh, role and on a team that kind of values that um, not every team kind of values what Giovanni Smith brings, but He's played well in his role, uh, but again, like you could, Giovanni Smith is, you know, he's kind of a an enforcer guy who's got a little bit of a scoring touch. Um, so, below average NHL player. That's that's fine. That's so. Um, before we continue um, and talk about kind of the replacement level guys and the guys who are still need a little see a little bit more before we can make a grade, uh, just need to take a quick break. And talk to you guys about our good friends over at Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Uh, the Sharks could maybe score 50 goals combined for the entire season. Uh, they could definitely win the draft lottery, and you could win big by playing the daily fantasy uh, hockey on Sleeper, the da- official daily fantasy app of Locked On NHL. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, and especially daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you got to do is just pick your favorite players. Um, you can pick studs like McDavid, Ovechkin, Crosby, McKinnon, or you can pick your favorite players on your favorite team like uh, Eklund or Hurdle or Ferraro or Mackenzie Blackwood. Uh, they'll record more or less than the sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times a bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player sets. You heard me, Sharks fans. You can win a hundred times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleepers. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Um, use promo code locked on NHL and you'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. All right. Uh, let's finish up. I kind of talking about everybody else. Um, so let's start with Ryan Carpenter, who's been a fourth line center for the Sharks. Um, and he is a replacement level. He's the like 
quintessential replacement level player. Um, Perfectly fine in his role, but you could find like a million Ryan Carpenters in, in the NHL right now. Um, fourth line guys, kind of your AHL, NHL tweener guys. Um, he's been playing this fourth line role. It'll be, in, I assume when Logan Detroit comes back, he'll probably have to get waived again to go play with the Barracuda. But I don't expect anybody to claim him. I think that, you know, we know exactly what Ryan Carpenter is. So Kevin LeBron. Bank and that this one was a tough one because I still think there's talent there, but at some point you just have to pull the plug on this whole thing. And um, I just think Kevin LeBanc is just right now a replacement level player who's getting paid way, way too much. If Kevin LeBanc was making like two million dollars, he'd probably have been shipped out for like a sixth round pick right now or seventh round pick just to get him out of the building. But he's making 4.75, and you're not gonna be able to trade him on that contract because he's just you know, he, he's fine. So Oscar Lundblom, same thing. I think he's a replacement level player right now. And you can see what the Sharks thought of him because they waved him to send him down to the Barracuda beginning of the season. So uh, it's disappointing with Lindblom because I think his whole career is going to be a what if, if he doesn't get sick. Um, Cause I think he had the potential to be a top six forward on, on, you know, a, a quality NHL player. Um, but unfortunately I think again, just, his whole career is, is this big what if, if he never gets sick. So uh, other replacement players, Jacob McDonald, forward defenseman. Again, another like perfect example of replacement level player. He's been hurt for most of the season, but he's either on the fourth line or third pairing or scratched. Uh, he's been, he's, He's been fine for the Sharks, um, but again, he's probably not making the lineup for most teams. So, and then Jan Ruda, who the Sharks acquired in the uh, Eric Carlson trade, uh, he's also been a replacement level player. Um, I think on most teams, Jan Ruda is probably a sixth defenseman, um, and he's been not very good for the Sharks this season. I think a little bit better with a Hochek, um, but it's it's still been kind of tough to watch with him. And then Mark Edward Vlasic, um, yeah, he's been arguably the worst player on on the sharks this season um so he is there's a lot of questions about mark vlasic that it's a lot of tough decisions coming for the sharks with with vlasic so now let's get into some incompletes so uh kaylin addison and I know he's played like 100 NHL games, and we kind of know what he is at this point. But again, I'm trying to keep in mind the lessons we learned from Zetterlin and getting traded, you know, begin the season, um, still trying to, you know, getting kind of thrown in there right now. Um, I'm, I project him to be kind of an average NHL player, you know, probably like your th- second period defenseman. Uh, maybe you're, you're like your third defenseman who right now is getting asked to do to kind of carry the load for offensive load for the sharks along the blue line. Um, I think as we get more games from Kalen Addison, he gets a little bit more comfortable. We'll probably see a better Kalen Addison going forward. So um, I still have him as an average NHL player. Bordalo, who we've, you know, have kind of seen the same thing with flashes of with him, uh, but he just, he struggled with his consistency with the Sharks. Uh, he's looked really good so far playing with the Barracuda this year. And as he's kind of making that move from center to wing. Um, and I think that's probably where he's going to end up with the Sharks is, is playing as a wing, especially with kind of all the added depth down the middle for the Sharks. But I still think he can be a quality player. I struggle with him with kind of a quality player or an average angel player. I still think 
think though there's a lot of talent there and it's it's just going to come down to him so uh magnus krona who've got a, a little bit of time this year um I, I kind of see him as a high, as kind of a backup goalie. Um, maybe he's a high end backup goalie, so he can maybe kind of flirt with that average NHL player. Um, but I think he's, his kind of role is going to be a, a backup goalie for the Sharks uh, going forward. So that's kind of where I have him pegged. Daniel Gushin, um, who I can't believe got sent down. Um, I think he's looked really good and I think he's going to be a quality player for the Sharks going forward. Um, I, he's probably going to go, go back and continue to dominate for the breeze back with the Barracuda. And I expect him to continue to dominate. Um, but I, he is going to get a long, long stretch of NHL games here really soon. Um, as he continues to kind of develop and, and grow. And I think he needs to be more physical, but um, I still think there's a lot there to like from Gushin and we've seen flashes of, of, of his skills. So um, Jacob Peterson, um, who I got, had to play center for the Sharks. And I think he's more suited as a wing, but I still think he's an, uh, has an average NHL player career ahead of him. And the same thing with uh, Henry Thrun, who got to play a couple games, but has been down in the AHL. And um, I still I, I like Thrun. I think he's going to be kind of an average NHL defenseman who plays a ton of games because I think he's just going to be really, really solid uh, going forward. So, yeah, um, that's the Sharks. That is the Sharks roster and what uh, I kind of expect going forward. So um, a lot of work to be done uh, for my career as he continues to kind of figure things out and try to get this uh this rebuild really going and i think there's there there's a lot of potential franchise cornerstones in the prospect pool and, and such so I'd like this it looks gloomy right now but reinforcements are eventually coming so um and especially if you can if you can win the draft this year you're getting a franchise cornerstone in Macklin Celebrini. So um, that's going to be it for me today. Uh, I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Sharks your first listen. Uh, if you guys don't know, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Day is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories on the uh, day with local experts of lockdown plus our national shows covering every league go to lockdown sports today on youtube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel um you can also continue to support lockdown sharks uh by following wherever you get podcasts or you can watch on youtube as well uh you can follow the show on twitter facebook and instagram at lockdown sharks you can follow me on twitter at my fry hole until tomorrow, we'll, we'll talk about the Canucks game. And then we have uh, Alex Young interview coming up later on Wednesday. So, um, yeah, plenty of plenty of good stuff coming along. So uh, make sure you guys are following along. So until tomorrow, bye, friends.